Dungeons and Junkies present Into the Waste Caitlin's Campaign Episode 1 Jail Time I'm Matt And I'm Alex And welcome back to another episode of Game Junkies present Dungeons and Junkies For the first time we have Caitlin running the show So uh, arguably the most experienced DM amongst us so, heaven help us all. Because um, <laughs> Caitlin's been wanting to... Um, well, she's been getting angrier and angrier and angrier with her characters. So <laughs> More like with your characters. We're right. Well, actually, more, more, more with bro. But, um, Chad. <laughs> so, we will... Um, me and Alex will hand the baton over to Caitlin. Take it away. Welcome to my suffering. Um, <laughs> I don't have an official title for it yet, but we are going to be playing in a... Yes, for suffering. (laughs) We're going to be playing in a world I've called the Lonely Vale, which is as edgy as it sounds. And before I kind of go into a detailed kind of description of this world I've crafted, I'd like people... I'd like to do our usual round the houses, kind of introduce yourself and introduce your character, as much or as little information as you want to share with the rest of the party and the listeners. So we'll start with Alex. Okay, I'm I'm actually playing a female character in this one. I am Dakota, the tiefling warlock. There's not a lot... (laughs) (laughs) There's not a lot to say about her apart from she's chaotic evil and her demon is basically her best friend yes edward is a unique thing from what you've told me okay matt okay um i am playing a character who is not three foot tall believe it or not oh my Uh, god he's not short no he's not uh he is (coughs) he is six foot tall he is a dragonborn sorcerer called shambles um doesn't exactly have a full graph on his magic. He's very much a sorcerer in training. Um, let's just say prone to uh, brief fire when he gets worked up and upset, which is often. Uh, let's go to the lovely Kerry. Um, I will be playing Sanfir, also known as San, the human cleric, certified member of the God Squad. <laughs> uh, Chad, you go. Uh, I am Chad, and I will be playing Varys the Great, the human sorcerer folk hero who has been covering the Lonely Vale, trying to rescue as many indentured servants, you know, people who are in need. He has been a great hero amongst the land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You may have guessed by the additional voice on the recording that you may not recognize, but we have another member joining in who is a good friend of mine and who is bringing a very unique character to this campaign. So introduce yourself, Ailey. Who who are you? How did you get in? Uh, are we talking about me as a person or me as a character? Both. Okay, well, hi, I'm Ailey. Um, I'm an artist. I make a webcomic. I am a massive goth nerd, and I'm very excited to be joining this campaign. Um, I'll try and introduce myself in character anyway. Her name is of no importance to the rest of you, but you may call her Sanctity. She's a tiefling paladin, and she's very annoyed about being in prison right now. 
We are starting... The campaign is starting in Scarlet Mountain Correctional Institute, which is the prison in the Lonely Vale. A bit of history on the Lonely Vale. It is... It's essentially a massive island with, like, four sets of little islands. And it's been plagued by darkness for as long as any of you can remember. And this realm has been under the thumb of some sort of dark creature known as Vorer. My first thought was literally, shouldn't that be Vorer? (laughs) Oh god. There's a time and a place for being, uh, uh, like, linguistic, linguistically skilled dickhead, but it's not here. Yeah, it's not when your DMs try to explain the world. Okay, however you want to say his name, I don't care, he cares, but that's the difference, has been controlling every aspect of this society. Like, even the king of Lonely Vale is a man called Alaric, but everyone knows he's just a puppet. He's just a puppet for Vorer. He's very much... He gives his royal decrees and everyone goes, Yeah, sure, that was totally your idea. He lives in the city. Like The capital city is called Myrinth, which is kind of a ringed, walled city that everyone believes to be kind of where Vorer's darkness centres from. But for anyone who's been to the city, you don't notice anything off until you step outside again. And then you realize there is something deeply wrong. In the Northwest, there is an area known as the Waste, which is a region that has been so corrupted by darkness and magic and some kind of poison in the air that a mountain range has been erected around it to try and keep it from spreading. You are starting in prison. Now, some of you have been here for maybe only a few months. Some of you may have been here longer. But we are starting in the Correctional Institute, which most of you have heard of as a place where people don't come out. And you have been, you're all, plot conveniently, you're all in the same floor of cells. And you are, you're about on the sixth floor of this building for as far as you can remember from when you were dragged in at different times of day and night. And this place is a fortress. It's about 14 floors high, filled with security, alarms, magic detectors, magic inhibitors, which is a nightmare for you lot since you are all magic. No physical fighters here. And it's connected to the rest of the Lonely Vale through a tunnel in the mountains, which is the only way across. But as we start this, we, like, the ca- if there was a camera, it would pan through a window into your floor where there are six cells. Now, there are five of you. So the sixth cell is occupied by a man known as Harxis. He's a very grump, he's a very grumpy dwarf that mainly sits there and murmurs under his breath about how people have wronged him. Honestly, it's kind of annoying, especially when you've been there several months and you're like, shut up. Can I be in the cell next to him? You are actually in the cell next to him. The way- All right, I, I, I tap my feet on the wall to try and annoy him more. 
<laughs> yeah, so Alex, you're in the cell adjacent to him. Ailey, you are across from Harxis. On the other side of Alex's map, and Chad, you're next to Ailey, Kerry, you're next to Chad. So it's like a six. You can all kind of see each other. How much you've actually spoken to one another is entirely up to you. But that is very much... You want to annoy Harxis. Yeah. Of course you do. Um, that is his character all alone. What are you doing? Uh, just tapping my feet against the wall quite hard so it echoes. Kind of murmuring stops for a bit. And he kind of waits. <laughs> and then he carries on. Can you stop doing that noise? Okay. Uh, then I start tapping my hands on the wall. I clench my hands together and slam them. Is it, is it like a, a barred door? Or is so it like... your cell doors are kind of barred and it's kind of the... It looks like simple steel, but there's some kind of inlay through it with some kind of substance you don't quite recognize. Okay. And the walls are just like solid. Stone. Solid stone, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Are there bars like from ceiling to floor? Yep. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, I lean against the bars with my fist clenched, just like lean against them like, you know, like emote holding the bars sort of thing. I'm just like, seriously? Stop making noise, okay? You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Yeah, they all say that. What are you in for, Dragon? Well, I didn't mean to, but I might have set a town on fire. (laughs) Did it deserve to be on fire? Well, the graveyard didn't deserve to be on fire, but that's what I got locked up for. But did the town deserve to be on fire? No, I. it was a mistake. Um, well, the, 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 the graveyard going on fire was a mistake anyway. anyway. Anyway, not about me! Stop making noise! Uh, with that, I, I walk to the close to the edge of my cell and go, You monsters deserve to be in here if you think burning a town down is a good idea. You brought Captain Justice in here. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good idea. Well, you still have gotten what you deserved. Those villagers did nothing to you. Why'd you burn the town down? I didn't burn the town down intentionally. You still burn a town down. Uh, Kerry. Could you give me a perception check, please? That is a dirty 20. Damn. On your dice. <laughs> New dice. Perfect for my character. Fair. Uh, none of you, you don't think you've seen the guards in like at least 12 hours. Uh, are we, can we tell if we're in like, if our floor has an, a magic inhibitor on us right now? Like, yes. Can I feel, so we're in a magic inhibited zone right now? It very much feels like there is a pressure on your on the back of your neck. And like, there's nothing there physically or anything, but it's very much like something is got like a loose hold. And then the moment you think you're going to do any magic, it tightens every time. 
Does that count for invocations? I'm not sure. That counts it. for everything magic related. Okay, that one then. And we clearly don't have any of our equipment or anything like that as we're in jail. It's all in a convenient chest just outside your reach. Oh, the perfect chest right outside the reach. Uh, so who's the chest closest to then, since you said we're kind of in a six shape, if you will? So the chest would be closest to Sanctity and Harxis, but Harxis is currently saying many swears under his breath in Dwarven about the nature of Dakota's antics. So what do you think is in this chest, precisely? I'm pretty sure it's all of our things, and I think we need to figure out a way to get said things to get the hell out of here, all except for the dragon, who deserves yeah, well, to be here, apparently. Despite the fact that I am not particularly happy about having been put in the cell, cell by mistake, I'm also not particularly happy about the idea of breaking out of a jail. Wait, so, let me get this straight. You're not happy about being locked up in the first place, but you're not happy about breaking out either. Sanctity ignores you. She just has like a little like religious text in her cell and is just sat reading that and ignoring you. <laughs> for context, you all have like a little metal basin for your absolution, ablutions in, not absolutions, that's a different thing. There's no paladins in here. <laughs> I mean, there is. There's one and she's ignoring you. And there's a bed. Like it's, it's standard, really uncomfortable. You wish, honestly, you'd prefer to sleep on the floor. Kind Dragon, of Dragon's Reach sort of, sort of prison. Okay. Pretty much. Say, can we, I know, can we try and convince Hoxus to, like, help us, since he is the closest, maybe break his bed and yeah. try and his, push the chest? Get his attention. Uh, yeah, I'd like to get his attention and say, uh, Sir, good sir, uh, I hear how annoyed you are with the world, and I can hear that you don't belong here. So I am wondering, could you help us to escape from this place? and right the wrongs that have been done to you. Mate, have you heard anything? Literally anything about this place? You don't just leave. I think we can do it though. I have been put here because I have been trying to stop this kind of madness in this world and I will not be stopped. And I think with your help, we can escape this madness of this jail cell and maybe get your life back in order. I mean, uh, what, what are you in for, mate? I'm in for saving a village from the terrible guards of Alaric as they were trying to rob these poor villagers. And unfortunately, as I was, you know, returning their belongings, I was caught from behind with a mace to the back of the head and I woke up and found myself here. Hmm. I've been traveling the countryside, saving as many from Alaric's evil forces as I can. So, an arsonist, a goody two-shoes, a religious prick, a silent one in the corner, and some dickhead with loud feet. Hartsis <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks towards the cell that you're in, Kerry. Kind of looks you up and down and goes, Why are you here? If, if I knew that, I could tell you. I honestly have no idea. I mean, you don't look like an arsonist or a murderer or, I don't know, a dark wizard. I object to arsonist! It's literally the definition, mate. Shut up. 
I've done nothing wrong. I just, I just want to go home to my wife. Alright, I'll give you a hand, but if, if people start pointing spears and things at us, I'm throwing you lot to the wolves and legging it. Sanctity interrupts suddenly saying, kind of, Okay, you lot seem to know more about this than I do. What exactly do you think they're going to do to us here? Any of you. I think they'll leave us here to die. And I I cannot be left here to die. My mission is out in the world, helping the people. I quite agree with that, to be honest. And I don't think leaving people to die is the action of any kind of law I would consider good. So... Maybe I will help you. For context, the rumours that you've heard about Scarlet Mountain is essentially... Sorry. The higher the floor you're on, the worse the crime they believe you've done. And the less cells there are. How many floors are there in this prison? Can I do, can I do like a history check for that? Yeah, you can do a history check for it. Okay, what's my history? Have I got it? History? Oh, minus one history. Oh dear. I'll be like, can I do a history check? Minus one. Have a guess. Is it a one? <laughs> no, it's a 19 for once. Oh Ooh. my god. Amazing. So 18, 18 all in. Okay, this place has 17 floors. 12 of them are standard floors of cells. One of them is isolation. Then you have the roof, the armory, the like guards quarters security and the entranceway and we're on floor six you are on floor six which is kind of where they keep it's where they keep like medium level crimes okay is 17 the highest or the lowest 17 is the highest just thought i would check in case they're going backwards okay Right, if we're gonna get out of here, we need to get out through these bars. Well, if we can get to our things, if good sir dwarf over here helps us get to the chest and get our things, I think our ability to exit said cells will be much easier. And plus, we're not taking you with us. You burned a town down. Okay, Sanctity squares up and punches the bars. Okay, roll me a constitution saving throw, please. Oof, um, 14. No, 15. 15. Okay, you don't fall on your ass. Well done. I laugh hysterically at the paladin who just punched the gate. Essentially, you've just come off with bruised knuckles and you're like, okay, that doesn't work. Worth it. Can can I have a go at getting through these? At punching them? No. I was thinking more (laughs) like, long lines of... We can't use magic because we've got these metal collars on us. So stop using you my don't magic. have any metal collars on. Well, no, no, no as, in the, as in the sense of it's what it feels yeah. like. Sort of thing. <clears throat> I want to I'll use my breath weapon on the bars. Okay. Uh, mm. Roll... Roll a d20. Roll d20, okay. Am I adding anything into this at all? Uh, no, just roll it as standard. That's an 18. Okay, the bars heat up to kind of a liquid... Like, you see kind of the steel in them kind of warp, but whatever is the inlay of each of the bars, like that additional material I mentioned, kind of hardens it instantly and seems to kind of repair it as you breathe. 
Can oh, I... hang on. Oh, fuck. Yes. How, how, far, how far are the cells apart from each other? It's alright, I have fire resistance. It's well, not what I'm worried about. I'm opposite, I'm opposite Alex. You're opposite Kerry. I Car- have fire resistance as well. <laughs> opposite Kerry? Right. Yep. Oh. Alex is adjacent to you. Oh, Kerry my bad. Kerry is opposite you. I wrote my map down wrong. Damn it. Kerry, what? You would like sat on your bed or something, weren't you? So I'll say the fire just kind of creeps in the front of your cell and then kind of stops. So it doesn't set your bed on fire, which is nice, but you are now uncomfortably warm. Well, that seems rather unnecessary. Sorry, I was trying to melt the bars to help. I'm sorry it didn't work. Sorry. This nice, nice boy is... This nice cleric over here is just trying to, trying to have a quiet time and you lot are just setting him on fire. Yes. Um, can I reach the chest from where from my cell? You'd have to work with Harxis, who has agreed to help you. Because it is too heavy for you to drag yourself. But I can, like, physically reach it. Yeah, you can kind of, if you stick your arm out the furthest bar and, like, it's can a straight. Can I reach the latch? It's not a latch, it's a padlock. Oh, piss. Uh, I do not have good lock picking. As you and Hertz's reach to get it, can yeah. you all give me a intelligence saving throw, please? Oh, no. One! Oh my god! Fourteen! First roll. One minus one. <laughs> Twelve. Sixteen. Okay, I'm, so... I'm called Shambles for a reason! I know, but two critical ones, come on! Okay. I got fourteen! Yep! So... That's not gonna help, is it? Yep. Certain virus... And Sanctity, you all hear kind of an ear, like a head-splitting ringing sound that's extremely high-pitched and uncomfortable. And it kind of forces you all to kind of... You just kind of cradle in on yourself to hold it. And then when it fades, you kind of cautiously kind of look around. You two are... Who is you two? The critical one, boys! Oh, okay. Can you... Both roll me a d4. Tell me if it's odd or even. I judge me dice. Even. Mm-hmm. And Alex threw his dice on the floor. <laughs> How? It's a triangle! This is why I'm using digital dice. Uh, four. That's even, isn't so it? So even. Yes, that is even. I can't Okay. Let me... You only take two points of psychic damage. But it is very much, like, those of you knit across, so Kerry and Chad, you guys can see them from across the way, and it's literally, you can see like a bit of blood just coming from each of their noses. Like, this hurt. So it's coming but, out my snout. Yep. Lovely. But uh-huh. eight, yeah, Sanctity. Does that damage? Sanctity, you're fine. You don't have damage. Ooh. But Harxis is frozen in place. Well, uh, I'm going to probably attempt to just keep pulling the chest towards me in the hope that, like, I can just get it, like, a little closer. What did you say, Gary? 
I just asked if he'd perished. No, not yet. Can, can I reach his cell? No, okay. because you are not you are not Elastigirl. No, well, I meant I meant more. Are they close enough? Not can I stretch my arms out? No. Also, I just realised that even if I could, I lay on hands is probably not going to work in here. He's like frozen in place. He's not even blinking. You don't see his shoulders rising and falling. And you all kind of notice this. It's odd because Shamble, Shambles and Sam, you can see roughly out a window that is... Because you're on the furthest end of the room. You see out a window that and the guards that were patrolling down below that you can just make out. They're like little specks because you are six floors up. I've also stopped moving. Can I... Can I use... Again, apologies if this is me not understanding d and I'm looking at my character sheet and I've got a thing in census that says passive wisdom brackets insight. Can I use that to see if I know anything about why this is happening? You can use insight into whether someone's like lying to you. Okay. So I can't you use can't insight really to tell, think, right. can I figure out what's going on? Okay, never mind. No, everything seems to have frozen apart from you, you five. And there's a little... It very much sounds like... What's the easiest way to describe it? It's a bit like when you staple... You know when you staple something and it's kind of ka-chunk? Yeah. It's it's that, and each of you see your cell door creak a little bit. Uh, Sanctity shoves the door open. (laughs) Yep, it's open. Yeah, so I'm going to go to the chest and get... Try to get my my stuff out because uh all my all my priest stuff is in there and i i'd quite like to have that back what are the others doing um can i sort of like warm up an elder just like to see if the magic's like still there stopping us not use it but like possibly warm it up if that's allowed yeah you... so just give me a perception Perception is... 16. Uh, the grasp that was round your neck before is no longer there. It's oh, gone entirely. Okay. okay. Um, hmm. uh, I would like to exit my cell, and uh, I would like to help Sanctuary by grabbing the padlock and using my cantrip um, I'll just use poison spray right there on it so that I can just melt it off, but I won't hit anyone else because I'm holding it. So it's basically just, you know, going right to the ground and severing the lock. I will just allow that to happen because it's a cantrip. So you melt a padlock and Sanctity just kind of stood there like, Ugh. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I missed your name. Varys the Great. Well then, Mr. Varus, thank you. I go into the chest and get my stuff back. Yeah, so you can each get your stuff back. Everything's there. Including our gold? No. The gold is not there. I can't, let me go for trying. So immediately after that, I'm going to go over to the... What's his face? The dwarf guy. The guy who's frozen. Yep. And attempt lay on hands on him. He's not injured. Okay. 
I won't you just, that then. You just kind of, you just kind of touch him and it's like, oh. Hang on, I'm... I could have sworn I've got a thing for this. Do I not have... No, I don't, never mind. Uh, I thought so I had detection from evil, but I do not. I have protection from good and evil. Uh, can I do an arcana check? On... Yes, you can. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Why the other three leaving their cells? Yep, I go... I run excitedly and grab my very long scythe. Oh god. Jesus Christ. I forgot I gave you a scythe. <laughs> um, I retrieve my, um... I retrieve, um... The few items I've got on me, my incense, my dungeon, my backpack, and my, um, my flail. I do grab my other stuff, I kind of forgot to mention that. Flail, uh, I... and, and, my, and my multitude of daggers I was given by my mentor. Um, with my Pact of the Tome, do I have to look at that again to remember it, because I didn't have it on me? No. Okay, so it's just because it's there I have those cantrips. Yeah, it's kind of... Okay. I'll say it's kind of you touch the, the book of tomes that you have, and it kind of just sparks that. Um, it was locked in the back of your head. Sam, what are you doing? Oh, um, I leave my cell to retrieve my stuff. He's most excited about getting his embroidery kit back, more than anything. Your embroidery kit has not been touched, it is in perfect condition. <laughs> oh, and I got a 17 on my Arcana check. Varys kind of... You kind of turn on your sensor, you're like, hmm, let's see what I can do now. And you are nearly kind of bowled over at the sheer, like, power of this magic that's doing this. Like, you don't recognize it as a source of magic that you have come across in your lifetime. This is not normal. Okay, but it's hyper-powerful, though. Like, I feel it just, like, emanating, basically, what you're saying. Yeah, it's emanating from just outside the other side of the tunnel. Like, it's very much on a mountaintop nearby, is where the source is. Which is pretty far, so whoever's doing this has some goddamn good range. Um, can I I'm trying to think if I can figure out anything else? Can I detect thoughts? Uh, just uh, on. Can I cast detect thoughts right now uh, as more of just to see if I can hear everything around outside that's going outside the cells? Like, I want to okay, know. What's, what's the range on it? Um, my detect thought, I believe, is uh, 30 foot range. So uh, 30 foot around me and up and down like a circle, I guess. It can go through it can go through up to three feet of steel. So yes, if there's more so than three feet I of steel. I think you can I... get the floor above you and the floor below you. Okay. Um, can I hear Will if they're like- Will it be the ones that these for? Uh, I'm not actually trying to like detect any, I'm trying to see if I can like, if anyone's thinking around me, I'm not just trying to like hear their thoughts. I want to know if anyone's active. Like if Hoxus is actually still thinking in his head or if anyone's moving about us. There is nothing from Hoxus, but there is activity above and below you. Okay, uh, so with that, I'd like to turn to the group and say, uh, there is evil afoot and I think we need to go and try and figure out how to stop this, whatever is happening here. This dwarf seems to be dying. There's something going on in the mountaintop, but I can feel there are people above us who might have some answers. So I think I... we should go up there and find some answers. 
don't don't you think? puts her hand on a sword. <laughs> Go, Sam. Huh? Sorry. Were you going to say something, Sam? Oh, no, no. It's not relevant. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut in. What this do you think, the most criminal? Thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sanctity is also, is also going to pick up the frozen, frozen guy. He's in a cell. Yes, but he looks hurt. And since I wasn't in here for any good reason, maybe he wasn't. So you're going to try and pull him through the bars? Oh, I thought the door was open. His isn't. Okay, then I'm gonna... Uh, I guess I'll have to leave him. Sanctity pulls his arm off. God, no. I want to poke him once I'm the other awful good, side. damn it! What'd you say, Alex? I want to poke him with the um, other end of my scythe, not the bladed end, just to see if he does anything. Like, jab him quite violently. What is your problem? Sanctity will remember you, this. You jab an immobile person. Okay. Absolute monster. Now, I, I'm starting I to see why hand. you were locked up. <laughs> I? I'm starting to see why you were locked up, buddy. Indeed. I'm, it's not really my fault I got locked up. Would you like to know what the rest of the floor looks like? Since yeah, I would. Sure. You're no longer in yourself. Please. I, I would love to hear that. I'm sure I could probably see it. You could see bits of it, but not all of I it. I have dark vision. Is, yeah, but is there's a dark? wall in the way. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. Because you didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the end of the corridor where... Uh brain work where shambles and sand were kept there is a barred window where you can kind of see roughly outside it's mostly the mountain around you and if you stare down you can see kind of specks of where the guards are but they're all frozen in place the other end is there's a simple wooden door that's kind of half swung open that leads from the cell area into kind of where the guards would be there are no guards in there right now there's kind of, there's a staircase in the corner. There's a notice board with like bits of information about guard rotors and prisoner meals and exercise regimes and someone advertising for a, a lost minotaur pet they had. You're not really sure. There's kind of some chairs in the corner which very much look like people have just sat on them for far too long. Like you can see like the butt grooves. There's a rather uncomfortable amount of weapons and implements on a table that you're pretty sure are used to make prisoners talk. Which is not fun. And then, yeah, that's it. What are these torture implements made from? So, as far as you can tell, they're kind of mostly like steel. There's a couple that are like oddly wooden. Can I burn the wooden ones with burning hands? Okay, you burn like the wooden ones. <laughs> Iconic. Sam just walks up and goes, this is bad. We stand. Uh, uh, can we, so, can we find this? Is there a staircase? Or, I'm sorry, I didn't. There is a staircase. Uh, 
Uh, I would, and can we see up the staircase? There's a spiral staircase. It's or? a spiral one, so you can kind of glance up and down. Uh, I, I would like to do that and see if I can, like, see or hear any of the people that I know are moving down there as I, you know, detected there are people about. So you think, um, a lot of the place is kind of half soundproofed because obviously you guys couldn't really hear anything the guards were doing in that area that was right next to you. But you kind of get, because you've kind of locked onto them with detect thoughts already, you kind of get a sense that the people above you are shouting about burning the infidels. And the people below you are shouting that they want their dinner. They seem rather charming. Uh, with we... that, as I say, I would definitely, I'm going to turn back and just be like, we need to go up. There is evil afoot and we need to go. Right. But they're saying to burn infidels. They want their dinner. Can't we cook their dinner at the same time and just take it down to them? There is no. not a kitchen on this floor. I'm a living dragon man. I you don't cook. have meat on you! <laughs> well, no, but I can, I can find You can cook the door. <laughs> he went there. He went there. That's a triple face palm, Alex. <laughs> what have I allowed? Sam has gotten bored of you idiots and started walking upstairs. <laughs> Sounds like bye. Uh, Sanctity's probably following. Uh, I'd say I give one more disparaging look towards the evil two idiots over there, and then I follow the other two up the stairs quietly. I, I turn arm round shambles and like we should probably follow them. I'm trying to be helpful. Don't touch me. Sorry, Christ. What made you so touchy? I follow up the up the stairs as well, um, and I follow behind. Do we still have the um, feeling of the medic suppression or not? No. Excellent. It's very much like it's... Oh, in the, in as cell, far yeah. as you can tell, it's as if it's tied to your cell. Ah, okay. So it's, it's tailored. Each one is tailored specifically for what magic you have to suppress. So, like, there's no point suppressing necromancy for sand because... Sand doesn't really use necromancy, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> Concerned. <laughs> it's a bit like that, but it's no longer there. Okay, cool. Okay, just making sure I know for when we get upstairs in case I need it. Yeah, you get upstairs and it's essentially an identical layout. Except the only real difference is there's so there's the wooden door kind of leading into their cells, there's the guard area and the various torture implements. They have far too many torture implements, honestly. Is there any you can you want to pocket some torture implements. Sanctity disapproves, minus one hundred. San is a bit less interested in what everybody thinks right now. He just wants to go home. Uh would you like to pocket some of the metal ones? Yes. Okay, you get kind of a scalpel and like one of those pick things they'd use for like an ice pick lobotomy. <gasps> what other yeah. stuff is there? There is what looks like some kind of corkscrew. There is like a set of, there's like some vices and a bunch I, of sharp knives. I pocket one of the corkscrew things and a sharp knife. Okay, you have a corkscrew and a sharp knife that's covered in someone's blood. 
enjoy that. <laughs> Try not to touch the blood, it's not very sanitary. No, it's not. I doubt anything in here is sanitary, my dear. I cast prestidigitation on uh, all of the party to make them to make them smell nice. You all smell nice, and you're not sure why. I cast prestidigitation on him as a thank you. Thank you. This is gonna be a long day. <laughs> I did that to show that I'm trying to be a nice person, and I did that to say thank you. Okay, cool. Uh, I would like to, since I'm once again still in tune with these thoughts, uh, I'd like to go figure out where these burn the infidels are coming from, because it's clearly the cells. And... So they're behind that wooden door. Uh, which is not open this time. You know, I kind of think that these are not uh, good dudes on the other side of this door. So I would like to walk up to the door, since you said it's wooden, put both my hands on it and just cast Firebolt immediately, uh, just to burn through the door and also just send a nice, good, you know, five foot flame just straight into this room to make sure, to show just that we mean business as we come in here. I'm gonna say that since you put your hand on it, that's like an armor class of one. <laughs> cool, cool. All so right. just don't roll a one. Yeah, show me not in that one. All right, it was a four, so thank God, thank God. Jamie. <laughs> it takes a second for it to get going. It's like, it's a bit like a car engine. It's like, it takes a second and then it roars. And it just kind of, this whole door goes and the, like the only metal bit of it was the door handle, which just kind of clatters to the floor. And all these guys, you see like, there are there's six cells again. Six of them are sat there. They're each sat on their bed like clenching their fists together and constantly, it's very much like a weird chant between them where they're just muttering about burning the infidels. But as you burn a door, they look up and they're like... Are their cells open? No. Okay. Are they all full? Yeah, they're all full. All six. Um, right. Um... Excuse me, um, holier than thou. I would. What? Yes. What yes, criminal? Yes. I'm not a criminal. You burned a town down. I don't. I burned a tavern and a graveyard. That still seems rather criminal. <laughs> I did do it intentionally. Uh, if you accidentally kill someone, you're still a. No it's, it's one. The way does. it works. Look, murder is not a good idea. No one and does. It- if, if you're going to do something you even think is going to result in the death of someone, you shouldn't do it, honestly. I, I can't believe there are still people who don't know this. I was creating a small bonfire. That was all graveyard. Not in the graveyard, no. Just Only have... you can prevent forest fires, okay? Have you, never... have you never heard of a tinderbox? We don't have that bear here. Um, right. How do you create? How do you try using bonfire and burn down a town? I made a shambles of it. Okay, that's what. That's why I got the name. It's what my mentor called me because I keep making a shambles with my spells. That's rather cute. <laughs> As you're bickering, all the people in the cells have gone silent and are staring at you all. Can I speak to them? <laughs> Pick one. They all. They all look basically identical. They're all fire ganassies. And they all have a scar going from 
the side of their left eye down to the chin. Varys is all cultists. <laughs> uh, can I uh, do an arcana check on these? Since they the spell didn't seem to affect them, they all look the same. Yeah, so roll it. And what do you want to say, Ran? What do you want to what What do you want to say, Sam? I just wanted to ask them who the, these infidels were. The non-believers. Non-believers, you say? The non-believers shall be burned. And which non-believers might these be? Do you believe in Vorez Flame? I believe in Arathine. So I'm going to assume that the answer is a no for me. Uh, when they hear that from you, Sanctity, as one, they all stand up slam themselves into the bar and start screaming at you. I cast Thaumaturgy and tell him to shut the fuck up. That'll do it. Uh, roll intimidation? Uh, Nat 20 plus... Oh, okay. The plus, Jesus Christ. I was about to say I could do I could cast commands, but I don't think I'm gonna need to. <laughs> Essentially, you see, you see Dakota kind of rise. Like she's a tiefling, so she's scary enough as she is. She kind she's of only rises. Five foot five. Yeah, she's only five foot five, but she looks seven foot in that moment because she just towers in the center of this room and just screams for them to shut up with a voice that could be heard over many a tube. Train. Sanctity and, is very impressed. Yeah. Yeah, the the prisoners are less impressed. They've all cow they're all cowering behind their beds, whimpering like puppies. Thank you. I look at um Dakota, I'm like Okay, calm. Calm yourself, love. I got a seventeen right. on my arcana check. Seventeen. Uh as far as you can tell the they weren't touched by this magic. And the reason you think is because they're prisoners? Because very much it doesn't cross the threshold of this of the cells. So do we think that they didn't get affected and because someone's trying to help us get out? That sounds like it. If that's the case, then we've got someone trying to break us out from the inside. We were affected by the spell, so I think they were trying to stop us from doing anything. True, but our doors have opened and these doors have not. They made a shamble of this, then. Ha <sighs> ha. I use Mage Hand to slap Dakota. Uh, are we... you going to be agonising blast you? No. Oh, are you? Um, not yet. Uh, I would like to leave the fire genasi, because they, while they seem to be criminals, they're already paying for their crimes, and I'm not going to bother them anymore. Uh, do we have any idea where, like, where the guard's, like, actual level is? Where, you know... You're pretty sure it would be further down. Alright, I think that uh, we should all... Uh, these prisoners, there don't seem to be anything going on with these prisoners. I think we should make our way down to the guard station to figure out if we can get the hell out of here. 
Agreed. And get to the top of that mountain over there to stop this magic. I just went out, so okay. Okay. I would say you go back through the door, but you burn the door, so. Through the door, through the door, frame. But I call that an entranceway now. The ring uh, of embers. Uh, so yeah, I'd like to go back to the spiral staircase and start heading down. Slowly, so in case to, you know, make sure that I'm not, you know, like as I'm, you know, going down to make sure there's no one on said floor as I go down. Okay, just skip. If you're all following him, everyone give me just yeah. a stealth. Pardon? Stealth. stealth. Oh. Uh, 19. <laughs> um, hang on, how do I... Uh, stealth check. I've got 17! Plus, I've got plus one of stealth. Uh, 13. I've got 17, but it's also my disadvantage. I don't know how that affects it. Uh, don't worry about that right now. Okay, well, I got a 17. I got a 21. Uh, Carrie, what did you get? I also got 21. Nice. Bloody hell, okay. Basically, everyone. So, yeah. Sal and Varys kind of, like, become the shadows and kind of creep down a staircase. Then Dakota kind of just kind of looks at them and goes, show us, and then walks, just walks very gracefully. Then Shambles kind of goes, I can do that, and does it less gracefully. And Sanctity brings up the rear, clanking slightly, because she is a paladin in full armor. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, kind of clanking quietly. Yeah, quiet clanking. It's more like a clunk than a clank. Or a clank. Clink? Clink. Clink? I don't know. Yeah. I'm going with clank because it's funny. We're in clink as well, so... Inspiration. Hey! I'm like, that's, that's funny, but also I'm angry. <laughs> yeah, so as you go down, let me pull up. I drew a map of this prison and everything. So you are going from here. So you are going into... You kind of, you go down several floors and they are all seemingly identical to your one. And you kind of look at it and you're like, okay. And you can hear like the voices of prisoners behind the window, but as you go down, it's more kind of petty grievances, like, oh, he he keeps kicking his feet on the wall. Oh, he, he took my book. When am I getting fed? That kind of thing. But you notice a disturbing lack of guards. Until you get to... Floor number two, which is the guards' quarters. Can I make a perception check to see if there's any guards, or is that investigation? Uh, perception to see if you can hear any guards, because the door to the guards' one is kind of where the staircase stops going all the way down, so it's a door. It's like an ironwood door. Seventeen. You can't hear any movement inside. Can't even hear breathing. Right. It's creepy. Is the door locked? No, it's not. That's weird. Yep. Uh, I would like to very casually and carefully and slowly push said door open and 
like have in my like ready to be cast uh, my poison spray just in case something comes like at me right away. Yeah, so as you step into this room, you realize it's very much where the guards sleep and spend half their time. It's like mostly series of bunk beds, some of which are occupied by guards who you think are asleep or dead, you're not sure. There's some guards kind of frozen in place playing a game of cards. There's some sharpening weapons, like mid-sharpen, some polishing armor. You're not sure. You're not sure what some of them are doing because they just kind of stood there talking to each other, but they're like frozen in hand. You know when you're doing hand gestures, that's fine. But if you get frozen in a hand gesture, it looks really weird. Because you're like gold lying around. Investigation. Yes, Matt. Well, he doesn't. No, 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 I was just doing the gesture. Oh, and just... Uh, 14. There is a relatively decent-sized pouch on one of the more official-looking guards who is in the middle of the room talking to someone. All right, then in place. Give me a sleight of hand check, please. That's good. Uh, sleight of hand... 19. Yeah, you're fine. You gain... Let's see. You get 15 gold. Nice. <laughs> That's all the gold you're getting. Uh, can I see if any of the guards have, like, keys on them? Or anything of that like? Especially, like, the main guard that uh, Dakota was just harassing. As it said, he looked, he looks the most important. As far as you can tell, there isn't, like, the door at the far end seems to take some sort of, it's like a hexagon shape in the door frame. And it kind of reminds you of a signet ring. Uh, can I check the guard's hands then for a ring of some sort? It's not on his hands, it's on a chain around his neck. Can I, can, I... I can help here. Can you? I I can. I can. All right, criminal, prove yourself. <laughs> when, if it's a chain, can we just unclip it at the back? I use. Can I? I want to use my cantrip mage hand to undo it without touching him, and then carefully remove the chain. I'll give it a fire hand check. Yeah, just beat a ten. Uh, that is. Um, a 10 without modifiers. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, so you just kind of... You all just see this ghostly hand just kind of creep forward and then kind of go round a guard that was in the way. And kind of delicately lift this thing off and then pause because he realises he might accidentally hit the guy in the face with a ring and kind of go off and kind of hovers it in front of you, Barris. He's like, here you go. Why, thank you. And I'll take said ring. Uh, and then I will head over to the door and I will insert it into the slot that is there and turn yeah, it. Yeah, kind of the ballot reminds you of the tale of Ben 10. <laughs> <laughs> this is where okay. my brain is now. I don't get this, but never mind. One day, one day. And, like, the door clunks open fairly easily. It's a heavier door. Like, it's very much on, like, a mechanism to swing it open. Because you don't think you could have brute-forced it otherwise. 
and it just shows a simple, like a simple staircase that's about 20 meters that leads into an open room. But there's no door. Can uh, I probably... investigate the open room? Yeah, stealthily. Can I stealthily do that or no? Uh, I'll assume you're being stealthy, so just give me investigation. Six, 16. Yep. So, you step into a room that, as far as you can tell, doesn't have a door or a window or an exit. And it is what you can, what you think is kind of the security room. So it's kind of where they process people and put them in the, take them to the relevant floors, etc. For those of you who weren't knocked unconscious and brought here, you think you recognize it, you're not sure. There's a holding cell in the two far corners. And there's a series of mirrors along the walls. There's eight of them, in fact. Four on each side wall. In the center, there's kind of a big... You know, like, um... You like those official reception desk things? It's a bit like that. It's kind of one of those, and there's, like, makeshift fingerprint ink. And there's a whole cabinet of just records of prisoners. There's rotors. There's lots of random sets of keys that you're not sure what they're for. And kind of a row of emergency weapons. And there's a table in the corner directly opposite you as you come out of the staircase. With a weird glowing stone on it. Can I use Eldritch Sight on the stone to see if it's magic? Uh, so what does Eldritch Sight entail? Um, it is casting Detect Magic without using a spell slot. Okay. I mean, the fact it's glowing should be a giveaway, but yes, it magic. It's just say, emanating light. I haven't actually checked out El- not Eldritch Sight. Um, Detect Magic works. I'm guessing it just happens? It magic. Okay. Uh, I would like to go to these file cabinets and find my file and destroy it. Okay. I'm just going to say you can do that for free. On that note, could I search for my file and see what I was actually locked up for? Yeah. So as you kind of dig through, you find it. Your file is fairly thin, actually. Like, it doesn't have an official... The official reason you were locked up says treason, but attached to it is a letter from your wife's father? Ah. (laughs) Which mentions a high sum of money. Can I pocket that letter? Yes, you can. I'll send you an official description of it later. Thank you. I I want to find my file. Just to be sure. Your file is massive. <laughs> Your file's like a binder. Can it, is the Do floor, I notice this? Is the floor flammable? Yes. The floor? <laughs> yeah. No, the floor is stone. Okay, I drop it on the floor and cast firebolt on it then. Okay, uh... Do an attack roll? That's a ranged attack addict at close range. That's disadvantage, surely. Yep. Okay. Uh, this, so range attack. So that's rolling d twenty. 
Yeah, roll a d20, add your spell modifier, then do it again and take the lower result. That was... Fourteen. Okay, you don't miss it. You managed to burn most of it, but some of it is still intact. Particularly the newspaper clipping from the day of the incident. Which... Let me see. Varys can see, because Varys stood right next to you, and San could see if San wanted to. San would like to see, even though San yeah, like tells want to keep his nose out of other people's business. <laughs> I would like to snatch said article off the ground so I can read what happened here. Would you like to explain what happened, Alex? I mean, I did nothing wrong. In, in my head, I did nothing wrong, so I don't bother to say anything. I have no moral compass, so I don't really care. Well, let me just get open exactly what you told me. Because they're reading the article, Alex, they're reading what happened, so... It is a concerning statement. Let me see... Dee, dee, dee. Ah, yes. It says... Family turns on family in gruesome murder. And the bits you can make out that haven't been burnt talk about the Argon family from Myron, which some of you may know as kind of a noble group. And it mentions something about the heir to the house and the matriarch of the house. Along with a certain young teetling. Uh, they deserved it. Okay. What? I was not expecting this to come out this soon, honestly. I I very um, carefully look for my binder, if I have a binder, or a fire, or maybe a post-it note. <laughs> a memo. <laughs> Just a little, like, note. It's essentially I, just I, kind of a note from the um, church owner saying he <laughs> set my graveyard on fire. What the hell? I'd quite like to look for mine as well. Just out of interest. You'd simply have a post-it note saying wrong religion, peasant. Uh, I tear I, it up. <laughs> nice. I was the only one who saw the article, right? Or did Sam see it as well? Sam saw it as well. Right. And right, considering uh, Dakota basically kind of announced that what they did wasn't wrong and they deserved it, I have a feeling the other two have put some of the pieces together. Well, mm. Sam certainly isn't quite happy. I've got to be, I'm questioning this as well. I mean, I accidentally set a churchyard on fire. Accidentally. But... You murdered someone? Not just anyone. You you murdered the head of Argos? Argon. <laughs> Argos. Oh, I love it. I've Argos down by accident. Go to collection point B and shut <laughs> up. Excuse me. Argon. Like the they didn't have my Xbox in stock, so I murdered them. <laughs> Did that fall for the bloopers? Oh god, that's it. I'm not staying in. Oh, okay. <sighs> okay, so 
we've all found out why each other's in here then. Some of us because of very, very corrupt officials, and one clearly deserved it! I mean... Yeah, so you've got two corrupt officials, one idiot, one murderer, and one who burned their file before you could see it. Wait, what am I? What am I Corrupt official. They didn't like your religion, so they threw you in. Also, you're a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm corrupt. No, you're not corrupt, they're corrupt. Oh, okay. Right, so there. was offended, but now is just annoyed. So now we've got, I'm guessing we should f- find a way out of here whilst writing some wrongs? Uh, Varys does pop at the article. article. Sorry. You talk. Sorry, you want to pop at the article? Yeah, I just want to keep this article because I, I need to know more. I, I refuse. I'm, I'm very upset right now, but I'm not saying anything to anyone else. I'm just pocketing the article and marking it down for myself for later to investigate. Yeah. I'll write up an official how much you can make out later. Yeah. I, start, I start humming to myself in Elvish. What do you um, have? I would also oh, like yeah, to make you an the I was going to say, I, I speak Elvish. I also speak Elvish. <laughs> oh, so do I. I speak Elvish as well. Everyone's <laughs> Dakota. I can speak Infernal if that counts. I can I also can, speak Infernal. I can speak Infernal. I can speak uh, Elvish, Infernal, and Celestial. I can do um, common Elvish, Infernal, and Draconic. So I'm, I'm humming an, an Elvish. I'm basically humming. I. Keep an eye on the one that did all the murdering, but I'm hum- because it's, I'm saying it in Elvish, it sounds like I'm humming as far as uh, as far as um, Alex can tell. Sans has in common, perhaps it was self defense. Sans really just sighs. A mood. Uh, so in a room with no door, what do? I would like to make an arcana check on those mirrors that we saw right away when we came in. Okay, mirrors roll freak it. me out. Oh, it's almost a 20. Uh, it's a 2 plus 6, so uh, 8. Almost a 20, you say. Well, it, the 2 and the 20 are right next to each other. It, like, rolled at the last second. Oh, right. Uh... There is some magic in the mirrors, but you aren't sure what it is, and you aren't sure whether it's all of them or not. And as far as you can tell, it's a similar magic to the stone that's in the corner. Uh, Can I investigate said stone, then? Yeah, anyone who wants to investigate the stone or the room in general, just give me a investigation check. Uh, sure. That's a one. Fuck it, I'm packing away these guys. Okay, I got a five there. Oh, a six. I got my nat 20 this time that the dice almost hey. gave me last time. Do you want to investigate, Carrie? Sorry, I zoned out for a second. What's going on? It's all right. I'll investigate the room. Just roll it. Uh, that is a 14. Okay, so... 
Sanctity. You know there. You notice there are eight mirrors, and you notice that you think you can adjust the angle of them, but that's all you notice. Sam notices that there's some kind of weird. You get like a sense that some of them are magic and some of them aren't. In specific, you know, you realize that one of them that you're stood next to because you're by the paperwork is definitely magic. Uh, Mr. Nat One over there, Dakota. You are a hundred percent sure there is a secret passageway behind one of these mirrors. <laughs> What's the role, sorry, Caitlin? Make sure I get Investigation. Yes, sorry. Can I remove that mirror? That is uh, 20 plus 1. So you got on that as well? Yeah. Okay, my two nat 20 boys. You kind of you kind of scan the room and you look at you look at the stone and you realise it's emitting light in kind of a beam that you think you could target. And you kind of glance around the room and you realise There is a small indentation in the wall at the far end, where you think a door would normally be. And it's kind of, as you kind of stare closer, your brain kind of turns it into a bullseye. And you're like, okay, but as you, as you, Varys, hold up the stone, you realize the beam doesn't reach that far on its own. Alex, give give me a strength check to get that mirror off the wall. I'm not very strong, so fingers crossed. Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Athletics. Yeah, dirty 20. It's just strength, not athletics. Oh, right, okay, then 18. Oh, wait, no, so strength modifier plus 2. Yeah, so dirty 20. Okay, you don't shatter the mirror. You manage to heave it off the wall, and it kind of—it basically weighs the same amount as you. I. That's can 112 I see, pounds. Can I see him so struggling with that? Yes, but you realise he's looking for a secret passageway because he's like. I was gonna say. I was, just, I was just gonna say. I want. I was gonna go help him. <laughs> like you not fall over. I mean, well, okay. I'll help. Sorry, her. I will help you not get crossed by it at the very least. If you would like. Okay, then. Yeah. Okay, I do that. So Sanctity kind of grabs the other end and kind of hefts it up. And she's a lot stronger than you. I I get it. Yeah. And... I assume you're like running your hand over the wall trying to yeah. find like a secret passageway. From the ballot of Age of Ultron, I'm like, secret doorway, secret doorway. Yay! Except you don't get the yay moment. Nah. Sam is just watching this like, what the fuck is he doing? Uh, so can the magic stone, is it small enough that we could carry it or is it locked in place? It's not, it's kind of on like, it's very much as if you pick it up and you kind of step and the light fades when you get more than 10 feet away from like its origin point. So it's very much you can position it, but you can't take it to the doorway. Uh, well, I'd, since I kind of figured 
Can I tell the, can I move as close as I can to the indenture on the wall with said stone and then have uh, Sanctity and uh, Dakota go pull the mirror that they pulled off the wall and just kind of stand there and guide it like easily into it so we don't have to mess with any of the other mirrors since we already have a movable mirror completely now. Uh, nice. That's actually quite clever. Yeah, I will allow that to happen. Just give me... What would this be? Just give me a straight intelligence check, just to line it up. All right. Come on. Nothing bad. Um, well, at least I'm pretty smart, so that's a, that's a 10. I will say that's enough, because you are spot on with the puzzle. You kind of... The other two kind of struggle and kind of adjust it. Dakota is struggling more than than Sancti. Sancti's like one-handed, like... Mm-hmm. This is a normal day. Adjust it, and the beam bounces off your, off the mirror and into the indentation on the wall. And then the stone suddenly cuts out and there's no light. And in a flash, a doorway appears in front of you, leading to the outside. Well, shall we get out of here? I think it's time we left, definitely. Uh, wait, is it dark outside? No, it's about three in the afternoon. Okay. Can we see anything outside? Like, or... Because, I mean, we're on a mountain. Or the outside of the prison leads directly into the tunnel. Which goes half... Goes through, like, the middle section of the mountain. So you're going to... If you get to the other side, you will emerge kind of onto one of the peaks. But just a peak of a smaller one than the massive ones. The tunnel, which I will describe to you. Where is it? There it is. It's kind of, it's lit by sconces. And it's very much, you step out directly into it and your eyes kind of adjust from the prism to suddenly there being fire lighting the way. Sorry, I have and dark visions. I don't know if that will help here. I mean, there's light anyway, but you're just okay. like, yep, yeah, I can see, this is fine. Like both the teethlings, right? Yeah, this is fine. Yeah. Sanctity probably will try and go first, just in case. Yeah, the humans over here, like. Oh, thank God. Yep, I can see shit. I've got 120 feet of dark vision, so I'm. I'm 120 feet of dark vision. Shadow Sorcerer. How much Shadow Sorcerer, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, directly in front of you are two guards, one on each side and a fence with just a standard gate are they facing us yeah the gate is facing you there's a guard stood next to it beyond the gate beyond the fence you can kind of make out two holding cells one of which looks like it has been torn to pieces and another fence and then the exit Hmm. can i see if there's any magic out there (laughs) yeah i'm just gonna give you that i have a plan Uh, but if there's magic, that doesn't work. Uh, oh wait, Just no, I don't need to roll for magic. Do I? No, you don't. <laughs> Check something. So I have a plan. It's quite clever. It's not stupid and it doesn't involve murdering everyone. Who are you? What have you done with Alex? 
Yeah, I don't believe that for one iota. <laughs> <laughs> there's something vaguely magical there, and obviously there's still the magic that is affecting the guards. Because they're still frozen in place. That was my next question. Uh, is there stuck in place and there's no point? I was going to say, I can cast invisibility, so I would turn invisible and sneak out and take a look around, but... You can well, if you want. Hmm. Alright, um, I'll cast invisibility and go take a look around. <laughs> do you warn the others you're doing this or do you just go, bye? I just say, with, with no help at all, I'm just like, I'm gonna have a look around, bye, and then just touch myself and turn invisible. You touch yourself. I have to touch something to turn invisible, so I touch myself and turn invisible. This is a family show, Alex. I think we're past yeah. that. I think we're past that. We've said that five times. It's true. Okay, that's one this of my. It's a PG-13 stuff. show, Alex. So you get a plus ten to stealth. So just roll me a stealth check. Whilst I do. Uh, 19 plus 2 plus... Oh, wait, no, 19 plus 10. Yeah. Okay, you are fine, then. You kind of step in, and... I mean, you're still at a fence. You kind of get to the fence, and then you're like, hmm. And peering through, you see the holding cell that's been broken is very much like it's been torn apart. Yikes. Ooh, and I'm outside with something that's torn it apart. Exciting. And the other cell is empty. And in perfectly good condition. Hmm, so everything appears locked in, there's nothing really that might assist with our escape outside. Well, as far as you can tell, the way out is through the two fences. And out the cave at the other end. Hmm. You're just keenly aware that if whatever was in that cell is still here, it might not take too kindly to you. Okay, I head back to the other. Still staying invisible. And I say, there, is, there might be something big and angry outside. And I make sure I kind of scare them because I sneak up on them while I'm invisible. Okay, so Dakota sneaks up on you all whilst invisible just to be a dick. And say, there looks like, I think there's something outside. It's literally ripped itself out of the cell. Uh, mm. Could you tell how long ago it was it did that or not? Is it, is it, a, is it, is it, is it still got blood dripping off or anything? Or? I didn't see any blood, no. Okay. I see right. myself invisible. Well, I assumed you kind of like uninvisibled your head or something to talk to them. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. It's like the ballad, it's the ballad of the Philosopher's Stone. I, yeah, I just... ominous head. I use the kit. Uh, only the head is visible. Um, I'm. Can I cast divine? Oh wait, not cast. Can I use divine sense? What does describe for me? Can, can detect good and evil until. Okay, it says until the end of your next turn, you can sense anything affected by the hallow spell or no location of any celestial fiend undead within sixty feet that is not behind total cover. Yes, you can. Will that help? There is an undead about 50 foot from you. I don't- I make my head invisible again. <laughs> I, you don't know this! 
I, I, I make my head invisible anyway. I, uh, I get out my sword and just um, relay that information to everyone else. Right, so something that's undead was in that cage, we think? Well, I don't know whether it was in that cage, but it's suddenly around. I'd be on your guard if I were you. Or something broke out the cell and made it then. I can't see you. I mean, that's kind of the point. No, but just because we can't see you doesn't mean it can't smell you. I mean, it still can't see me. I'll just hide behind you. I am a six foot tall dragon man at a good point. I was going to say, I'm five foot five, so I can definitely hide behind you. Okay. So, what? So, we, we're going to get out of here. We've got to go that way. Um. Thoughts? Thoughts, guys? Uh, so, you said it's about 50 feet ahead of us? Yes. Um. I would like to then kind of, I guess, because I, I am a hero. So I would like to charge forward to where uh, Sanctuary pointed, kick open the gate, and go straight to that point, and then I would like to cast uh, Arms of Hador on myself. I was going to say, can I cast Sanctuary on you before you do that, if you if you give any warning? Uh, yeah, I will say oh, wait, I'm no, going to handle never mind. this. It says oh. it, I don't have the components needed for it. You do. Do I? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's... Uh, What's that give? It says, you ward a creature within range against attack and until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded... It says creature, does that mean I can't... It means, like, enemy. So it can be humanoid, it can be an undead. Oh, so it that, be... does, no, I mean, when it says that I can, that I ward a creature. Yeah, creature basically means anything, really. Oh right, okay. Um, uh, basically, anyone, anything. If you get targeted um, with an attack or harmful spell, they have the attacker has to make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the attacker must choose a new target or lose the attack. Okay. Right. What does Arms of Hador do? Uh, so I invoke the power of Hador, the dark hunger. The dark hunger and tendrils of dark energy erupt from me uh, around a 10-foot circular radius, radius, and all creatures within that have to make a strength saving throw, or they take 2d6 necrotic damage and can't make reactions until their next turn. Or on a successful save, they still take the half damage, and but they can make a reaction. That's pretty nasty, because you can get that level 1 as well, which is even more terrifying. They are fine. Uh, so they save then? Yep. Alright, well then they still take... Uh, 6 plus 3, that's 9, so they take both, or however many, they take 4 points of damage. What kind of damage? Necrotic. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing... And we're gonna call that initiative starting. And I will describe, as you cast that, and you kind of feel it make contact with something, you look up and there's something clinging to the ceiling. 
And as you stare closer and kind of squint as your eyes adjust, you realize it's a vampire spawn? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. These spawns of vampires are horrible things. Like, they have no mercy, no real remorse or anything. They simply live to serve their masters. Okay. I will show you a picture. This bitch. Oh yikes. She here to get ya. <laughs> kind of as you hit her with that, she kind of lets go of the ceiling, kind of lands in like a crouch in front of you. About twenty foot away from you and is snarling. So because um Ferris decided to run in there on their own as a hero. It's initiative. Yeah, but they are there and we are 50 feet away still. No, you are about 30 feet away. Okay. It was on the ceiling, so that's where the 50 foot came from. That's a high ceiling. No, as in, like, add it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's still a high ceiling. Yeah. Okay, uh, 15 plus 1, my initiative. Uh, 4 plus 2, 6. I got a 2 plus 4, so I also got a 6. I got a dirty 20. <laughs> Should I be rolling this? Yes, an issue Kerry has got 12. I got dice that I thought reflected Sam's holy nature, and they seem to be holy dice, so... Take it and run. You're fighting an unholy creature, so... I got 12. Would you get that? Uh, 15 plus 1. Let's see what the vampire spawn rolled. What do I add to this? That. Oh boy. Okay, San, you are up first. There is a vampire spawn crouched in front of Veris, about 30 foot from you, looking very angry. Can they be blinded? I believe so. You can try. Because I've got Warding Flare as a light cleric. Ooh, what does Warding Flare do? Do I want to know? It says, you can interpose divine light between yourself and an attacking enemy. When you are attacked by a creature within 30 feet of you that you can see, you can... Oh no, wait, it's a reaction. My bad. No, that's okay. Keep a hold of it. Because it'll probably try and kill you in a bit. Um, what else do you have? Good question. Um, could I use Guiding Bolt? Yes, you Ooh. can. Guiding Bolt. I like Guiding Bolt. Here comes the cleric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Roll to attack, please. Okay. Come on, holy dice. <laughs> That is, let me see for a second, I don't know, right, that's 18. Yeah, that's a hit, roll, roll your damage. <laughs> Sorry, I've never used this one before. It's so okay. 4d6s. Fucking hell. Nice. I want to throw three at once, because I'm just that kind of person. I mean, I've only got three sets of, like, cool dice, though. My cat just turned up. 
That is 20 all in. That's... That's radiant damage, isn't it? Yeah. Noonvark's new dice like rolling sixes. Good to know. They won't when when I'm actually being him, but there we go. It's vampire spawn's turn. Let's see. You're closest to him, Varys. So, what is your armor class? Uh, 17. Bloody hell. <laughs> what am I adding to this? So it is going to try and claw you, and then it's going to try and sink its teeth into your neck. The claws miss. You said 17, yeah? Yeah. That's but 18. To, but I have Sanctuary cast on me as well right now, so... You have to make a wisdom saving throw or target someone else. What is your spell save DC, please, AB? Um, uh, yeah, uh, for Sanctuary, it's wisdom 12. 12. Lucky for you, vampire spawns aren't that wise. Well, that is a 13, so it's gonna keep coming. So, let me see, how much does this do? Like, um, how, how close am I to Varys? You're, I assume, the about 30 foot. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> uh, I need these three dice. <laughs> okay, you take... That is nine points of damage in total. Five of which are from, you know, the teeth, and the other four are from necrotic damage, because vampires be nasty. So you very much look like the scene from a horror movie right now, like blood running down your neck. It's not pretty for anyone. We are at shambles. Right, okay. Um, Vampire has blood dripping off his teeth now. Vampire does. Um, Not sure what I'm going to... Um, thingy, I'm gonna wooden stakes on me, I don't think. Um, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think I can use my crowbar for that. Um, I'm gonna cast one of my level 2 spells. Um, what I've never used before, ever. I am gonna cast, uh, on the vampire spawn, enlarge reduce. Tell me about it. Okay, um, I, um... I call the creature or object I can see within range to get larger or smaller for hydration, uh, which is up to one minute concentration. Um, it can make a constitution fr- saving throw um, if it is, it is unwilling. Uh, if it is a creature, everything it is willing and carrying it changes size with it, it up, to, up to one minute. So it tends combat rounds. Okay, what is your cons- what is your spell save DC then? Um, my spell save DC? Uh, I believe that's my charisma up against a 16. And that is only a 10, so you're shrinking it by how much? Okay, it is... Well, yes, I am doing that one, not the other one, for obvious reasons. I'm not stupid. You're not going to enlarge it and just murder everyone? 
tempting, but no. Right, so I've cut off that, so that's one of the spells that's gone, so I'll just leave it there. So now there is half a vampire spawn. Like, it's kind it, of drunk, it it's weird. It is halved in all dimensions, it's weighted due to one-eighth of normal. Reduction um, goes from, if it's, what size is it, medium? It's now small. Yeah. Until the spell ends, this target has disadvantage on all strength checks and strength saving throws and attacks deal them 1d4 less damage. Okay. It's can't so, reduce below 1. Yeah, I've got it open now. So, essentially, this thing was like 5 foot 5. It was about the same height as Dakota before, and it spent most of its time crouching. And then this spell happens, and it kind of shrinks. And it's still crouching, but it's more like an angry Rottweiler than a, than a vampire at this point. And you're all kind of there, like, what? I'm a shambles out of that. I meant to be fine. So that's my turn over. I'm very confused by what you just said. No, no, that's me in character. I'm a shambles. Still a very weird thing to say, I'm just saying. I'm a shambles out of that. I'm into something else. I can see you're trying to make this a thing. It's not going to be a thing. It's not going to be a thing, is it, mate? No. I'm, I'm trying. Drop down and make fetch a thing. It's not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen, Gretchen. It's not going to happen, Shambles. It's not going to happen. You can't sit with us. Give him inspiration. He has it. <laughs> Too bad we don't do this on Wednesdays, because then we could all wear pink. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it is your turn. Mmm, I am... Uh, okay. I am... Um, There's a slightly more high-pitched growling from a vampire spawn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna want to try and turn the unholy. Ooh. A paladin doing paladin things. What the hell is this? This <laughs> is unheard of in D&D. We have a speech as well, are we all? It this is a Lily middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> It says, if any Fiender under that can see or hear you within 30 feet must make a wisdom saving throw. DC 12. On failure, it is turned for one minute or until it takes damage. I don't know how that will help, but I want to try it. So what are you going to say to it? Uh... I don't know. <laughs> I was just not prepared. Uh, I'm just going to scream, like, in Arathine's name at it. In Arathine's name, piss off. The power of Arathine compels you. Something along those lines. Okay, let's see how he does on his wisdom throw. Oh, they have plus zero. This is not going to go well. What do I need to beat? Twelve. That is an eleven. So it's going to try and run away from you now, is it? It says that uh, unfair is turned for a minute or until it takes damage. For its action, it can only use dash to escape. Okay. Uh, let me just make a note of that. If it lives to its next turn. Okay, so that is your turn. We are round to Mr. Hero, Varys. Uh, so it's still like within very close to me, obviously. Yeah. 
it's smaller, but it's still within range. Uh, well, I would like to uh, cast Dissonant Whispers on it then. Ooh, interesting. And, Describe uh, that for the audience. For the audience, uh, what I get to do is I whisper a disconcordant melody that only one creature of my choice can hear within range, racking it with terrible pain. Uh, target makes a wisdom saving throw. On a fail save, it is 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction to get as far away from me as possible. Uh, on a, yeah, on a fail or on a uh, successful save, it takes half damage and doesn't have to run for me. My DC is 14. Oh, because that's a 12. I thought I was fine. Yeah. Daddy. No. Ah, so that's 3d6. Oh, uh, well, that's only 8 damage. Essentially, you kind of ominously whisper at this thing. Anyone else nearby is like, what is he doing? Because you can't hear it. You just see him kind of like lean and be like, psh, 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 psh. This thing screeches and starts sprinting to the other end of the cave. It gets, like, these things are fairly speedy. It gets like a good 30 foot away from all of you. And then it turns. Then we realize it's Dakota's turn. <laughs> What would she do? Okay, being a being that warlock, I'm gonna use agonizing blast. Uh, of course you are. <laughs> being that warlock. You have the range for it. Um, twelve plus seven. That's a hit. Yeah, that's well, yeah. I love the slightly smug. Oh, that's a hit. <laughs> I look forward to when I give you things with twenty plus AC, and you're like, oh. Um, 14 points of damage. Okay! Pretty mass. Because you had your quiver modified to the damage, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, agonizing. Ouch. Makes me sad. That was 9 plus 5. Yikes. And speaking of painful damage, it's back round to San, who's probably sick of all of you lot. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sad just far... wants to see his wife. I just want to see my wife. Uh, how far away am I from it now? You're about 60 foot now. Mm. You have 30 foot of movement speed as well. Yeah. Because I've never quite understood this, can I only use Guide and Bolt once, or...? Is it a cantrip? Mm, it's a level 1 spell. Well, you're a cleric. Yeah. I believe you are third level spell. Yeah, you have four first level spells and two second level spell slots, so you can use it again. All right, I'm gonna use something else for the fun of it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, I'm going to use Sacred Flame. <gasps> okay. One of my favorites. <laughs> we really like fire in this, don't we? Like the greatest hits to this campaign, isn't it? <laughs> Sans goddess is fire, quite literally. <laughs> Queen. Well, sort of. Try and hit Ben. He worships Dolara, the goddess of sunlight and honor, so. Oh. In which case, I'm going to give you advantage on this. Uh, how do. What do I do for that then? Uh, so roll the attack twice and take the higher one. Alright. Mm. 
That's 16 for the higher one. <laughs> yep. That works. Uh, right, so the target must see- succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 radiant damage. Uh, so I've said you've hit... What was it? 1d8 or... Yeah. Roll 2d8 because vampires are very sensitive to sunlight. Ooh. That's 14 all in. <laughs> Not like your 14s. <clears throat> it's the holy dice. I picked these yeah. because they have a vaguely holy aura about them. Uh, white and gold. Praise me well the up. holy dice. <laughs> Essentially, you kind of just send... You just kind of half like melt the thing's skin on one of its arms because for those people who remember vampires and how they are, they are, they basically melt in the sun. So they don't sparkle anymore. They don't sparkle anymore. They just scream and burn. Poor things. This thing is not happy and it is the vampire's turn and it's still trying to get away from you all. (laughs) Let's see, what is it? How far? I threw my dice on the floor. Well done, me. Yeah, it's going to keep running and it's still got spider climb active. So it is trying to... It is skittering up the wall to the cave and trying to get out, like, a top corner to get as far away from you lot as possible. Okay. So it is about 90 foot now away from all of you. And it is your go, Matt. Right. I have... How much... How much movement do I have? Please, I've got enough. I have 30 feet of, of movement. I can't fly yet, can I? So that's fine. No. Okay. I... I've got several things which can reach 60 feet up, but not 90 feet up. Well, you are... If you move the 30 feet foot, then you are 60 foot. Away. Okay, fine. Okay, because it's going to keep getting away from us unless I do something about it. Um, I am going to um, turn on my inner... Uh, if you've ever heard the, the Ballad of Peter Parker, uh, you know that he can web, so I'm going to cast web. <laughs> Describe web. Okay. A web, I conjure a, a mass of a thick, sticky webbing at a point of my choice within range. Web the 20 foot cube from that, dura- from that point for the duration. Web the difficult terrain and lightly obscure that area. Um, creature that starts a term in the web, the must during it, must make a dexterity saving throw on a failed save which is strained as long as it remains in the web or breaks free. Um, it's a dexterity saving throw. So uh, I take it you are no longer concentrating on this enlarge reduce. Oh. So if I get in away, I'm going to have to break my concentration. You can't concentrate on two spells at once. I'm going to have to break my concentration for that because I've got to get it. I've got to stop it from getting away. So yeah. I, I will break my concentration from that. Yes. I find uh, it kind of awkwardly grows. It's very much like watching, I don't know, vampire puberty. It's <laughs> kind of stretches. Okay, so does it make a... hilarious sound effects as it stretches? Okay, so yeah, it's, it's just a... like. <laughs> okay, so I've conjured it. It's it's there. So if it's um, it's anchored. So it literally will be stuck in it. Do I need to make a saving throw? Um, at the start, or creature that starts to turn it into webs, 
um, or end him doing it to him up make a dexterity saving throw. So, so it's not its turn yet. Yeah. So. But when he yeah. gets down to it. And the, and the dex save will be a thirteen. Uh, they are flammable though. Yeah. I've made a note of that. We are back to sanctity. I'm gonna throw a javelin at it. <laughs> okay. I forgot you have five javelins. Yes, I do. Welcome to the party, Sanctity. We were making Ailey's character and Ailey's like, I get five javelins and a giant sword. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, roll, roll an attack. Is that hit sus DC? So yeah, roll roll to hit first. So that'll be twenty-four. That nat twenty. No, that's nineteen plus five. Yep. Okay, you hit it. Please roll your damage. At four. No, seven. Seven. <laughs> what I will also say is. Matt, roll me a d8. Tell me what you get. A d8? Yes. It's a three. Okay, it gets knocked a bit towards the webs, but doesn't get caught in them. Okay. It's, it's mainly just kind of screeching and being like, what the actual heck is wrong with all of you? And it's presumably pinned to the ceiling with a javelin. It's kind of embedded in its shoulder, you know, the arm that wasn't yeah. like, melted by light. <laughs> It is having a bad day. It got a slight nibble of one of you and the rest of you have just been beating it up. <laughs> so we are back to Mr. Hero Veris. I said vampire spawn. How bad a day is it looking like it's having at this point? Like bad well, enough that it's not gonna have much more of a day or like it's gonna be around for like another hour or so of this day. It's a bit like, it's a bit like that neighbor you know is about to leave but is taking forever to do so all right uh well since it's now currently covered in flammable objects and uh i think it looks pretty hurt and maybe it'll start everything on fire i'm gonna cast firebolt on it because i got a range of that about 120 feet so i will just uh try and uh, cast firebolt on it yep okay <laughs> Uh, and uh, what uh, AC am I trying to beat here? A 15. All right. Uh, that is a 16. There we go. Roll your damage on it. All and right. I will roll eight. Uh, that is a six. So minus six for you setting it on fire and Minus seven for the webs that are around it that set on fire and kind of trap it in a cube of flame. Any five foot cube of webs, both of fire burns yep. away in one round. Would mean it's gonna fall. It's spider climb, so. Oh, of course not. Yeah. Dealing 2d4 fire damage. Lovely. That's what I rolled. Lovely. Uh, we are to Alex. It's almost dead. Hmm. Shank it. I'm just going to add to the fire. Get closer so I can hit and cast second level Hellish Rebuke. This is why you were asking about that earlier, wasn't it? Yeah. So, dexterity save, or it takes um, 3d10. Nice. <laughs> this is a reaction. 
Yeah, you can only do it if something hits you, Alex. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, that is damage you. Okay, I will use Firebolt instead then. Yeah. Everyone has Firebolt. You're all copying Tinker. Plagiarism. We're paying tribute to Tinker, seeing as you have a DM this time. Plagiarism! <laughs> Call it even for the slight against Alili being kind of not very good at her paladin job. <laughs> I don't know, Lily's got a thing for beheading people, that's not normally what paladins do. (laughs) You're at least sad about it. That is true. (laughs) Addicted to it, though. There is a reason why Lily beheads things. Addiction is harmful, okay? It's my name. Right, so that was a 17. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay, so 1d10. That's a nine. Okay, this thing is so close to dead, you're really sure that honestly, if you just kind of blew at it, it would fall over. So, San, please put it out its misery. I know it's undead and it's evil, but come on. Um, can I cast Sacred Flame again? Because it's a cantrip, so. Yes, you can. Just spam it. Okay. What Roll with advantage again, because you have sunlight. That's a 19. <laughs> yeah. Full <laughs> damage. Lan will pr- say a prayer for its soul. That's uh, eight altogether. Yeah, it dead. Essentially, it kind of falls from the ceiling in like a burnt husk. Does it look like a spider with all its limbs? Like, yeah, it's like, it's like a spider has died. And it's just like... I'm okay with live spiders. It's just dead ones because of the way their legs go like that. <laughs> Well, most of his legs are burnt. Uh, your javelin is mostly burnt, I'm afraid. You can get the sharp hit, that's kind of it. So as you kind of stop and you realise the guards still haven't, like, awoken or anything. They're just stood there. They're like glorified mannequins. It's very much like a alpha build of a game. The NPCs don't do anything yet. So every single guard we've bumped into so far, actual guard, has just been a mannequin, yep. basically. Essentially. Okay. If we all turn away from them, will it move towards us? <laughs> nice no, they are not moving. Yeah. In. Uh, can, as far as can you I, know. Can I investigate the destroyed cell? See if there's like any, you know, other, uh, you know shreds of what the hell happened or busted out of there because i don't feel that vampire spawn could have busted out of there uh that is a 12 plus uh so it's 15. yeah so it's very much what the kind of gist you get is something else broke it out and literally just pulled the bars apart. Hulk strength style. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's an angry Hulk. Not Neil. I mean, yeah. And between, there is now nothing between you and the exit of the tunnel onto the mountain. You wanna go out? Shall we go? Onwards and forwards. 
you step out into the sun, and it's it's quite bright. Compared to the cave, everything's quite bright. Okay. And you see, you kind of, you can see roughly over to, like, you can make out Myrinth far away. You can kind of see the sun reflecting off the lakes. You can see, like, the taller, more foreboding mountain range, which hides the waste. And sat on a rock, just by the edge, is a, like, a figure, an individual, who sat watching all of you emerge from the tunnel, and is just kind of... What kind of um, being is it? So this individual, it looks human, but the longer you stare at it, you realize it has like reptilian scales, almost like a snake. Have you heard of a Huanti pureblood? Yes. Yes. It's one of them. It basically looks like it looks like a human, but it's a snake. It has a forked tongue, and its eyes are like slits. And it has patches of scales just going down its skin. And it kind of looks at you. Um, it's aggressive. Anyway, this guy looks up at you all and kind of goes, Took you long enough. Who are you? I am Donio. Okay, Donio. Okay. Donio. Domiote. <laughs> oh my gosh! Domino pasta sauce. What did no. you really expect, Kate? Okay, so okay, so Domino, um, you you got <laughs> us, you got us out of the cells. I just opened my cider. <laughs> Wish I had cider. I think I just triggered Kate. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Firstly, <coughs> it's Donio. I think Donio. Okay, so um, you let us out of the cells, I'm guessing. Oh, yes. It wouldn't do for you to die in there. And you turned all of the guards to stone, basically? Oh, they're not stone. They're just frozen in time. Remind me to say on your good side. Well, they are safe, at least, then. Yeah, when I resume time, they will be fine. Who are you, and what interest do you have in us? If necessary, I will use intimidation with that. You can try. Uh, is my highest skill, so I'm gonna go for it. Beta 20. Ah, <coughs> oh, succeed. Can I attempt to intimidate as well? I mean, you can. Uh, that is a 19 plus 3. He is mildly startled by your arrogance. Eh, I'll take it. If, you'd, if you're finished with your paltry threats, I could actually introduce myself and answer your questions. Please do, Dalmatian. But considering <laughs> I just let you out of jail, maybe don't poke the bear. I'm sorry. Well, I shouldn't we... have been in there anyway, so. And I didn't mean to burn down the graveyard. Shut up. Yes. I'm sorry. Uh, please forgive my compatriots. We're very grateful for you, to you for letting us out. 
I, I'm grateful. You. I am grateful. I'm just saying that we should. I should have been in there. I only burnt a graveyard by accident. Just you realise arson is still a crime, correct? And the tavern, and the stables, and the horses. San is just rubbing his temples. And the primary school. <laughs> Didn't get to the orphanage. Something so. up. I'm just going to keep that tab open in case I need it. That's ominous. Uh, yeah. As I said, I am Donio. I'm the god of time. Right. Is that a is that is that a busy job? Well, you know, there's never enough time. I deserve that one. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Inspiration for the DM. Yeah, Sexy yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like recognizes that like the fact that he's a deity, but isn't like moment, yeah. isn't very impressed. You all kind of sense it and. Mm. Ferris, you recognise yeah. the magic as being that of that level yeah. of power, and you kind of go, okay. I mean, like, Sanctity will tolerate him, but, like, just isn't generally impressed by gods other than the ones she follows. Uh, Varys uh, steps forward, because he was standing in the back this whole time, just kind of taking this whole situation in. He hadn't reacted or anything. And step forward. Uh, what do you need of us, god? Oh, hello. Hello. We thank you for getting us out of there, but we need to know at what price. Oh, you'd know all about what price, wouldn't you? He kind of, he looks at you as if he's seeing straight through you. Uh, I kind of clutch my uh, amulet that's round my neck, uh, uh, but I still stare back and go, a price has been paid, but what do you need of us? Interestingly, it's probably something that would work in your favour. Varair has gotten too strong. He is... Varair. He is planning something that... Personally, I would find disruptive to my everyday life. And that you lot would probably find disruptive to, you know, your entire existence, slash death slash loved ones etc right if you have any left after what you did i was burying elvis jim he's talking about her i'm talking about all of you i didn't burn any family depends how you look at things but the establishments you burned were someone's livelihood <laughs> Those people are <coughs> doing so well now. Owner of the tavern? Um, his daughter fell ill and died because he didn't have the money for medicine because you burned his tavern down. Actions have consequences. Shambles bows his head, looking rather ashamed. Look, I need you to go to the waste and find the source. And the, well, everyone in that jail will be waking up in a few minutes or unfreezing. And personally, you'd rather not be around here when that happens. So, 
before we do, you froze time just for the guards or in general? All because... employees of that establishment have been frozen. I asked because of a damn vampire. He's not an employee. Well, that makes sense, obviously. But the, the dwarf in the cell wasn't an employee either. Oh, he was. Was he now? Which means he's seen us leave. There was a rumour that... Let's just say my <coughs> desire to let you lot out was not the only person to want you lot to escape prison. So they planted someone there to keep an eye on you. Oh, You're welcome. I appreciate the help, definitely. I mean, Dakota, now that you lot have escaped, he's probably going to have a painful death anyway. That satisfies Dakota. That's terrible. It upsets Sanctity. Look, you need to go to the Waste, you need to find the compound, and you need to find the source. If you find that, we will find the source of Varaz's power. With that, he can be stopped. And your timelines won't end. Uh, with this Varys' eyes, uh, which are always glowing green, are basically, like, they look like light beacons at this point. Because they are just, like, he's still clutching, and he's clutching it so hard that you can just sell. There's a lot of ad- magical energy coming off of Varys at this moment. Uh, but Varys kind of says, I will take your quest. Regardless of what the rest of these criminals will say. Uh, but I know the paladin will help and the cleric. The other two, we can give or take. I hate all of you, by the way. <laughs> Why? What have I done? <laughs> you can have my inspiration point back. You and your bloody sauce jokes. <laughs> Barbecue is best. Anyway, Barbecue we... is rank. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Everyone dies. Barbecue, barbecue sauce on omelette. Mango chutney is the best one. <laughs> Mango chutney is the best one. Inspiration for Kerry. Yes. What, for real? <laughs> yeah, you can have it. Get on. You're welcome, I guess. The button's all there. Okay. Let's say, in, in all this, uh, I don't think Sanctity is very keen on the idea of following a god's orders that isn't her own. But she probably won't say anything about it. Sam will follow if it means protecting his wife and unborn child. <laughs> I'm just going on an adventure here. Let me phrase this in terms you lot will all agree to. Dakota, you will get to murder more people. Yay! Shambles, I don't know, maybe you'll get some redemption slash control over your abilities. That would be most appreciated because, you know, I don't, I didn't want to call that from. Yes, sir. Varys, you might find some answers. Can't promise you'll like them, but you'll find them. Yes, you can protect your loved ones, Sam. Thank you, my lord. By stopping Varer, they will be safe. And Sanctity. I know your goddess. Do you indeed? And what does she say on this? She agrees that he needs to be stopped. She is just occupied with other things. 
She often is. I will te- I will believe you. And I will do Look, this just for- when yeah. you get to the next when you get to the next town. Just send a prayer to her. Chances are you'll get a reply that will answer some of your questions. I will do that then. Thank you. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have... Oh, look at the time. I have an earthquake I need to go cause. Can we call for you if we need you again? Not a bloody summon. Oh, my God. Sexy chuckles at that. It's not like you have an item in your pocket that you hold up to the sky and I magically appear. That is a fair comment, but bearing in mind I've never met a god before. I don't know how you have What I would say is when you get to the waste, it will test you as people. It will test you as a group. And it will test you as well, as you know, what that's more of a spoiler. Just maybe don't keep infinite secrets from each other, because chances are it will be used against you. And Thank he kind you of he had he literally just like this guy can fly, so he just flies off. He's like, bye. My my planet needs me. Literally, it's like my people need me. <laughs> just sods off. He also That's... flings the boulder into a nearby like canyon, kind of making like a little rock bridge for you to go across. I suggest we listen to the god's words. Well, we've got nothing else to go on, really, have we? I suppose we do kind of owe one. So, if, if nothing else. If Arathine agrees, then... I can tell you, it must be important, so I would say we do as he advised. Everything is the will of the gods, so it must be. Faris? I haven't said anything to anyone, and I've already started just walking away. I'm still kind of holding my necklace, and I'm just already off on the path, just in my own little world. All right, I follow along. As do I. As you all walk, you kind of just walk in, you walk north, north, more or less, because you know that's roughly where you're going. And the camera kind of pans out to the sound of blaring alarms from the prison behind you as everything resumes and they realize that you have broken out and also burnt down a door to someone's cell. So I'm pretty sure the fire ganassi are out now. I think they found a way. Excellent. There's a dead vampire husk. There's a dead vampire husk, so. But with, with a paladin's realize, javelin in it. <laughs> yeah, there's a javelin and there's alarms and you realise that your journey to the waste is not going... Well, it's not going to be easy anyway. But you are fugitives. Perhaps we should speed up a bit. <laughs> we will leave it there for today. Cool. That okay. was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Welcome, <laughs> Caitlin. What can I say? I bring the party. You bring the party to the party. Excellent. Get out. <laughs> no. Wait, so thank yeah. you very, very much, Caitlin, for being a fantastic DM. You did a superb job. And um, Ailey, welcome to the party. You uh, you fit you fit in brilliantly already. Already you fit thank in you. brilliantly. Welcome to Chaos. Exactly. I'm cool. loving it already. Welcome Looking to the next time. 
Welcome to the order. Right, so, um, uh, time to go and do, do our usual spiel. Um, Chad, go first, please, buddy. Uh, as always, I am still Chad. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chad's underscore mind or at view from top rope. If you want to hear my incessant ramblings or just me talk about stuff, listen to my podcast, either the Chatterbox, which is every Wednesday on Visionaries Global Media, or you can listen to a view from the top rope, which is every Thursday on Visionaries Global Media. Excellent, as always. Um, Kerry? I am Shira Beans on Twitter and Instagram. As I've said every episode so far, there's not much there, but I am in the middle of planning something. Yeah, we are looking forward to it massively. Um, Ailey, you've got some stuff to promote, especially oh. your fantastic comic. Um, yeah, hi, I'm Ailey. I go by Space Lady Art on most social media. Um, I draw a gothic horror webcomic called uh, Lady Changeling, which you can look up if you would like to read it. Um, that's about all I've got right now. Excellent. Caitlin? As always, I am at CaitlinRC on Twitter. If you want to read my work or listen, ironically, if you're listening to this, you're on my site probably. <laughs> which is themindgame.org, where I talk about all things video game and mental health. Always a good time. Always a good time. Your, your stuff is great, Caitlin, definitely. Okay, Alex. uploaded. <laughs> Alex. Okay, um, as per usual, Spiderbread UK. You can find mine and Matt's main show at Game Junkies Pod, and you can find this collection of madness at Dungeon Junkies. Absolutely, and you can find me at the Matt at UK. Um, and yeah, um, thank you so much, Caitlin, for technically hosting this on your side of things. Thank you very much. Um, HP Source, nicely timed. <laughs> yeah, if okay. you're listening to this on my site, go check out the rest of Dungeon Junkies and all of Visionary Global Media's work over on their stuff. It will be linked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, on behalf of Kerry, Chad, and Ailey, Caitlin, Alex, and myself. I'm Matt. And I'm Alex. And we're out of here. You've and get off my site! <laughs> Boom.